0: but it doesn't have to be complicated. Before we dive in, as promised, for a limited time, I'm opening up just a few one-on-one coaching spots to help you finish 2021 strong. I'm currently accepting applications for eight weeks of private weight loss coaching with me, which will include a customized weight loss program that works for you, your lifestyle, and your schedule. This is Perfect for you if you're an action taker and are not willing to wait until January 1st to finally lose the weight and prioritize your health. If you're an emotional eater, if you don't know what types of exercises you should be doing for your body type, if you don't know what healthy foods actually are, if you're stressed and overwhelmed, if you can't shake your food cravings, if you're tired of losing and gaining those same 15 pounds over and over again, if your mindset sabotages your weight loss goals and you finally are ready to feel confident in your body, this program is for you. Due to my personalized approach to coaching, space is very limited and by application only. To apply, just click on the link in my show notes or go to eva.fit and click on -on one-on-one coaching. The holiday season can be one of the hardest times of the year to get through without sabotaging yourself. So I am here to coach you through it so that you don't end up at the end of the year even more frustrated. One of the best gifts you can give yourself is to not wait until January 1st to finally lose the weight you've been wanting to lose. I only open up private coaching spots a few times a year, so the time is now. To apply, just click on the link in my show notes. I only have a few slots available, so if you don't see the link anymore, it means I've sold out. We start November 1st. Let's finish 2021 strong, my friends. I'll see you there. In today's episode, I'm going to share how to create a simple morning routine to help support your weight loss. So how would you describe your typical mornings? Are they peaceful or are they chaotic? Even if you don't have a set morning routine, you probably do follow the same routine every day. It just may not be optimized to best support you yet. One excuse that I hear often when it comes to establishing routines of any kind, whether we're talking your morning routine, your evening routine, your workout routine, or even an eating plan, is that. Routines are hard to stick to when you have unpredictable days. And I can absolutely relate to that because there are a lot of moving parts to the way that my life is set up. But even if you don't have very structured days, you can and should still have a morning routine because that's how you set the tone of the rest of your day. If you jump out of bed and rush through the steps of getting out of your house, your day is probably going to be hectic and chaotic, and I say this as a very free-spirited person who doesn't like following rules, but I also know that you can't be your most productive and successful self without some routines in place. I'm sure you've heard this before, that the most successful leaders from Ariana Huffington to Michelle Obama to Oprah have sworn by having disciplined and specific morning routines that help maximize their energy, their productivity, and their creativity throughout the day. The reality is we all follow routines because our brains like certainty. Think about it. You drive to work the same way every day, right? You don't decide to take a new route every day because you need variety. You probably listen to the same radio station. You probably drink the same tea or coffee every day. You probably eat the same five foods in some sort of rotation during the week. You probably sit on the same spot on your couch when you watch TV. Right? These are all routines. Hal Elrod, who is the author of The Miracle Morning, says Our outer world will always be a reflection of our inner world. Our level of success is always going to be parallel to our level of personal development. Until we dedicate time each day to developing ourselves into the person we need to be to create the life we want, success is always going to be a struggle to attain. So what do your mornings look like? Do you wake up at 6 a.m. without an alarm clock, or do you hit the snooze button four times before you actually get out of bed? When you're super busy, like most of my listeners are, in order to balance your competing priorities, you need to set yourself up to succeed. And one of the simplest ways is by having intentional and mindful mornings. I also want to note that I've never been a morning person. I've tried to join the 5 a.m. club and I just cannot. My body just is not set up that way. So I want you to know that I'm not going to be suggesting that you wake up early as fuck in order to be productive. You do, however, need to know your body's natural circadian rhythm, which is also known as your body clock. And this is basically the internal system that's designed to regulate your feelings of sleepiness and wakefulness over a 24 hour period. It's controlled by an area of your brain that responds to light, which is why we're the most alert when the sun is shining and are ready to sleep when it's dark outside. Some people only need six hours of sleep and some people can wake up without an alarm. That may or may not be your case. I usually need like three different alarms (laughs) to wake up. It's just me. So it truly varies from person to person. And that's why some people are morning people and others find that they're more productive or creative in the evening, like me. Your circadian rhythm can also change as you age. So it's important that you know what yours is like. It's important to have an actual routine in place first. What time you do it is actually secondary. So whether you're starting your mornings at 5 a.m., or 9 a.m. The most important thing is that you started on the right foot because your morning routine can have a powerful ripple effect on your mood, happiness, and focus. You're more likely to get sidetracked by distractions and other people's priorities if you don't start your day with intention and with mindfulness. Research shows that your subconscious mind is most active right when you wake up. So this means that you can train your brain to use the subconscious activity to think positively and accomplish more throughout your day. One thing I've learned from studying Abraham Hicks is that they say mornings are one of the most important inflection points that determines your vibrational range for the day ahead. So when you start the day out in a good mood, you tend to have a better day, which reinforces your positive energy and keeps you vibrating high. When you don't start the day in an ordered and intentional manner, it's like you're inviting stress, obstacles, and other challenges to come to you. A morning routine allows you to be in control of your day instead of your day controlling you. So now that we've established that having a morning routine sets you up for success and can benefit you mentally, physically, and spiritually, let's go over how to start a morning routine, or if you already have one in place, how to make it work even better for you so that you can support your healthier habits. The first place you want to start is actually the night before with your evening routine and something called a mind-body hack. Right before you go to bed, you should set an intention for the next day. This allows you to feel energized and excited to take on your day when you wake up in the morning. This step alone can essentially trick your mind into feeling more awake the next day, giving you something to look forward to. It's a lot like when you're really looking forward to going on a trip somewhere, right? And you wake up super early in the morning so that you make it on time. I once heard someone say that setting an intention is like drawing a map of where you want to go. So by giving yourself something to look forward to, even if it's just setting the intention to follow your food plan or to take a 20 minute walk or to practice mindfulness, declare that intention in the evening that you can start the day with. When it comes to your morning routine, I know there are lots of resources that suggest that you should wake up an hour earlier and do a whole bunch of shit in 20 minute increments. And while that's certainly one approach, it's not the only approach. If that works for you and your lifestyle and you have an hour in the morning to dedicate to yourself, that's great. But there's really no right way to structure your routine. It really just needs to work for you and your lifestyle. So whether you set aside one hour or 10 minutes, the most important thing is that you carve out that time for yourself and you honor that time. The most successful morning routines are simple and easy to follow. So I don't want you to fool yourself into thinking that you're going to wake up tomorrow and run three miles if you've never done that before. You'll just be setting yourself up for disappointment, and I say this from experience because I used to think like this. I would come up with all kinds of grandiose, over-the-top, unrealistic ideas of what I should be doing first thing in the morning, like... I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. I'm going to run around the neighborhood for 30 minutes. I'm going to come home, make a smoothie, do some yoga, and meditate. And I never, ever went through with any of it because it wasn't natural or realistic for me because A, I'm not a morning person, and B, I'm not a runner. So just start simple. It's so much easier to start simple and establish habits and then build upon them if you want to add more things later on. Your morning routine has to be simple and doable or you won't stay committed or consistent. If you've never run three miles at six in the morning, but you truly want to start, then you absolutely can. You just need to break it down into doable chunks. Otherwise, you might be setting yourself up to fail. So if you normally wake up at eight, but you want to move that up to six, then you have two options. You can gradually back into it and start waking up 15 minutes earlier until you get your body used to waking up at 6 a.m. by sneaking up on it. And this is going to take a little bit of time. So it might take you two to three weeks to get to a place where your body's used to waking up at six o'clock. But this sometimes works better for people because you're less likely to feel a lot of discomfort all at once. And this gives your body's biorhythm time to get adjusted or You can do it cold turkey and start forcing yourself to wake up at 6 a.m. Keep in mind, though, that it may require you to start going to bed an hour or two earlier in order to resynchronize your biological rhythm. We already know that our brains don't like to feel discomfort. So you're going to be facing a lot more resistance going cold turkey. But if you like to jump into the cold water and that works for you, go for it. You know yourself best. But here's some tough love. You've got to commit to it. And you've got to will yourself to not hit the snooze button and to not lay in bed negotiating with yourself if you're going to do the cold turkey approach. Only you know if cold turkey is doable for you. So just be honest with yourself. The same goes for running the three miles. And you can substitute this running example with anything that's relevant for you, right? If you've never exercised in the morning, You want to make sure that you're setting yourself up to succeed. So the first step may just be to wake up, get out of your bed, and start warming up your body and stretching. First step may not be to wake up and go running, if that's something you've never ever done before. The next step may be to change into your workout clothes. And then you start by going for a walk. And then you do this every day until it becomes a habit, adding a little bit more each day until you're actually running. I know it sounds basic and commonsensical, but you've heard the saying, common sense isn't always common practice, right? I personally have tried to implement unrealistic routines in the past, gave up and went back to sleep for another three hours. So I know that it's very common to be tempted to go overboard because you're so excited to get a new routine going and then feeling disappointed because it was just unrealistic. So figure out what you want your routine to look like and then go back through it and ask yourself, is this doable and realistic? If it's not, then go back and break it down into doable chunks. Basically, reverse engineer it until it becomes second nature. Be honest with yourself. And I encourage you to challenge yourself to get uncomfortable. But always be kind to yourself, especially when you're trying new things. Now, when it comes to creating, a simple morning routine, there's a formula that you can follow with four elements where basically you set aside time for movement, reflection, planning, and personal growth. You'll need to determine how you work best and what's most important for your lifestyle. Some people prefer calm and peace first thing in the morning. So meditating, praying, quiet time is most important. Some people love to get their workout out of the way first thing in the morning. Other people prefer to do it in the middle of the day. Some people find that they're most creative in the mornings, so they use their morning routine to create content. Only you know what will work for you. But try different things out. This is going to require some trial and error. And that's why it's important to be kind to yourself and to give yourself grace and not to give up if something doesn't work. So starting with the movement element, and this can be anything from just getting out of your bed and stretching for five minutes to using your foam roller, practicing some yoga poses, bodyweight exercises, going for a walk, or doing a full-out workout. The important thing is just getting your body moving. The next element is reflection. This is where you practice mindfulness. And this can include journaling, praying, meditating, a gratitude list, affirmations, visualizations. Try a few things until you find something that you enjoy and can stick to consistently. I actually started journaling after reading a book called The Morning Pages by Julia Cameron. It's a book for creatives, but I honestly think that anyone can benefit from the practice that she teaches. It's essentially Three pages of longhand stream of consciousness writing that you do first thing in the morning about anything that comes to your mind. It's great for working through creative blocks and ideas, but it's also helpful if you have anxiety or a difficult time focusing because you're getting everything out of your brain and onto paper. That's the most important thing, getting things on paper so that you can find solutions or figure out an action plan. Writing it out on paper takes you out of overthinking and into solution seeking. For the planning elements, this is where you write out your agenda for the day, and you can either use a planner or just a plain notebook. The main idea is to get you to focus on your top three priorities for the day so that you're not overwhelming yourself with a long ass to do list. It's actually really helped me to stay on task because I tend to get really easily distracted by all the things that I want to do versus the things that I need to do. I've learned to train myself to focus on the top three things that will move the needle forward with my goals so that I don't get stuck on things that waste time. So if your goal is to lose weight, then one of your priorities would be to make time to exercise. This planning phase is also where you should plan your meals for the day so that you know what you're eating in advance instead of waiting until you're starving to figure out what to eat. Because at that point, when you're starving, you're probably not going to make the healthiest decisions, right? And the last element is personal growth. This can include things like reading a few pages from a book or listening to a self-help audiobook or podcast for a set amount of minutes or even combining that with your movement part. You can listen to a self-improvement book while you work out, right? Or while you go for a walk. The reason why this element is important is because you're feeding your mind with positive, inspirational, and encouraging things first thing in the morning, as opposed to having the first thing that you read when you wake up in the mornings be your emails or your social media notifications or news updates that spike your stress levels. Because that's not only setting the tone for your day, but also, and I've talked about how stress affects weight loss on several episodes. If you're starting your day stressed out, your body cannot properly metabolize your food, and elevated cortisol levels makes your appetite increase and can cause you to crave for sweet fatty and salty foods. Research shows that the information overload from checking your phone that hits you before you're even fully awake interferes with your ability to prioritize tasks. I had the bad habit of checking my phone first thing in the morning for the longest time. And when I started to learn more about this, I started to understand that I was starting my day on high alert, thinking about all the emails that came in overnight that I needed to respond to instead of taking the time to slowly wake up and focus on myself first thing in the morning. Taking the time to focus on my mindful morning better prepares me for whatever lies ahead that day instead of jumping headfirst into reacting to whatever I'm reading on my phone. On a more scientific level, When you check social media or email, your brain releases dopamine, which is a neurochemical that makes you feel rewarded. The brain craves dopamine, so it will stimulate the repetition of behaviors that led to the dopamine release in the first place. So when you start your day by mindlessly scrolling through your phone, your brain will stimulate you to repeat this behavior throughout the day. So this puts you in a place where you're fighting a battle against the cravings that your brain has. And that's not a great way to start the day. So train your brain to get used to lower levels of stimulation by starting your mornings with you time. So even if you have limited time in the mornings, if all you can do is dedicate 10 mindful minutes where you focus on yourself, move and stretch your body, focus on your breathing for just one minute. Write down your top three priorities for the day. Write down your meals for the day and read something inspiring for one minute, like an affirmation or mantra or prayer, anything that can help put you in an inspired and positive mindset to start your day. Just start there. It's about quality over quantity and about creating a consistent practice that you can do every day until it becomes a habit. So you don't need a full hour. If all you have is 10 minutes, make those 10 minutes count. So here's a recap and 10 quick tips to get you started with creating your optimal morning routine that will support your goals. Number one, the first thing you'll want to do is write down your ideal morning routine so you know what you want it to look like. Figure out what you'll do for each of the four elements and how much time you realistically plan to dedicate to each element. Number two, revisit your evenings and how you unwind. So that you're setting yourself up to be able to wake up and be productive. If you stay up until 2 a.m. every night and you know that your body needs seven hours of sleep, then you can't expect to be up and ready at 6 a.m. You'll need to make some adjustments, right? Number three, set your intention for the next day, the night before. Number four, don't hit the snooze button. The snooze button is not your friend. According to research, the end of our sleep cycle consists of REM sleep, which is our dream sleep, also known as the restorative sleep state. So if you're hitting the snooze button, then you're disrupting that restorative sleep. Disrupting your late-stage REM sleep can cause a fight-or-flight response, which increases our blood pressure and our heart rate, and we don't want to start our day in fight-or-flight mode. Plus, the short periods of sleep that we get in between the snoozes isn't even quality restorative sleep. So you're actually doing yourself a disservice by hitting the snooze button. Number five, commit to a time that you're gonna wake up and honor that commitment to yourself. Number six, don't look at your cell phone first thing in the morning. Use a regular alarm clock if you need to or put it in airplane mode so that the first thing that you see isn't your unread messages and notifications. Number seven, hydrate before you caffeinate. I say this all the time. We get really dehydrated when we're sleeping, so it's important to drink water first thing in the morning and do this before you drink your coffee or your tea. I usually drink 16 ounces of lemon water first thing in the morning since lemon water is really good for hydration, bloating, weight control, digestion, and oxidation. Number eight, be flexible because finding the right routine will take some trial and error. Number nine, take small steps towards your goals layer things in one at a time so that it's simple for you to execute with a limited amount of discomfort and drama. And number 10, be consistent. The power of having a morning routine lies in the practice of it. Your consistency is what will drive you to succeed. Remember that as humans, we naturally crave routine. A morning routine helps to provide a framework for establishing healthier habits that can truly transform not only your health, but also your emotional well-being. I've not only seen this for myself, but also for my private clients. A solid morning routine can absolutely help you get in better shape. One of my clients started to work out in the mornings and lost 10 pounds in her first month working with me. Another client of mine finally started working on a book that she'd had in her heart for years, but she would always say, I don't have time, and when I do have time, I have writer's block. So we got to work on her morning routine and the turning point came when she started waking up an hour earlier to dedicate time for writing. We call it tiger time. It truly depends on what your ultimate goals are, but putting a routine in place will help you to find clarity and will also help you find more time. The key here is to get started and to find a routine that sets you up for success. There's a big difference between trying something new and it being uncomfortable so you push through that discomfort versus trying something new and really truly disliking it because it's just not in alignment with you. You won't know which one it is until you try. Just don't give up. And most importantly, don't give up on yourself and you'll be on the right path. That's all for today. I'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thanks so much for tuning in this week and trusting that none of this has to be complicated. At the end of the day, I want you to feel empowered to know that you can have the health, the body, and the life that you desire. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And tag me on Instagram while listening at It's Eva Rodriguez so that I can support you along your journey. I'll talk to you next week.